Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Studio D, an insider's view of diabetes news and information beyond the headlines. Here's your host, Mr. Diva Bedek. Hello, divas and dudes. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Studio D. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedek, and joining me today is one of the Charlie's Angels of Outreach, registered dietitian and diabetes educator from Hollywood, Florida. It's Judy Wilcox. Hey, Mr. Divabetic. How are you? I'm really I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, too. Thanks for joining the show, Judy. We're getting ready to discuss the warning signs of diabetes, but to make it more fun, Judy, you agreed to give it a diva, some diva attitude, and so we're going to call this segment The Seven Dwarf-Like Symptoms of Diabetes. And that's what those symptoms are. There are seven symptoms that people need to be aware of. Diabetes often goes undiagnosed because of its many symptoms that seem so harmless or maybe masked because of other illnesses or because people are taking other medications. And you are in the hospital setting every day down in in Hollywood, Florida, so you have seen this where people come in the hospital and they're shocked and surprised and I'm sure slightly unsettled to re, to find out that they're living with diabetes. You know, Max, this happens every day, and actually today was a heartwarming story, but it wasn't an adult. It was an 8-year-old uh, young girl with a diagnosis of type 2 diabetes that couldn't stop crying because she was sure she had diabetes. She was going to end up like one of her family members, and after we talked about it and how she felt, she felt a little bit better and was able to identify that she had had this for a while and some of the symptoms that she had been experiencing. Wow. And, you know, we don't want any of our listeners to feel, quote, unquote, dopey about what the symptoms are. So you and I are going to go through them right now, starting with the first seven dwarf-like symptoms of diabetes. The first one is sleepy. What does that mean? When you feel sleepy, you're feeling tired from having high sugars. It's almost like being in a, a carb coma. The body is trying to eliminate sugars, and there's insulin resistance. And what this means is the pancreas continues to produce more insulin, but the sites on your cells, it's not matching up, and the insulin's not working, and the body keeps more, making more insulin and more glucose, and the high sugar stays in your blood vessels and makes you feel really tired and sluggish. So people might be experiencing uh, drowsiness like in the middle of the afternoon or right before dinner or different hours of the day, not just necessarily at night after watching Jay Leno, right? Exactly. You know, Our second dwarf-like symptom is hungry. You know, you'd expect that they're getting all sweet and all this extra glucose would fill you up, but instead the body's unable to use this glucose because the insulin you're making is not working. So this keeps working until the beta cells can't keep up and the body becomes saturated with glucose, but instead the person feels really hungry, craving sugar all the time, the opposite of what you want to eat. So you, most of the time you talk to someone with diabetes, their biggest craving is for sugar. Wow. And then the third dwarf-like symptom of diabetes is thirsty. Well, that's because your body's really trying to get rid of all this sugar. It's our natural mechanism to get rid of any toxin in our body, which sugar becomes like a toxin because it's harmful to our blood vessels. And we feel very, very thirsty because one of the mechanisms is to sweat or to drink water. And when you drink a lot of water, your body makes you feel, uh, helps your body eliminate it. And then guess what we feel? Another one of those symptoms, we feel leaky. 
That's right. We're introducing you to our next dwarf, which is Leaky. And, of course, Leaky means that that person has dealing with frequent urination. Why does that happen? And, and do you know anyone who's experienced that symptom? Well, that happens because, you know, it's another one of those processes. The way we get eliminate things in our past through sweat, urine, feces, you know, sometimes if you feel thirsty, you know, those kind of things. Those are the things that kind of um, our body makes us want to go to the bathroom. So we're trying to get rid of all that sugar. So when you drink all these fluids, your body's trying to get rid of it and bring you back to normal glycemia. And so that's really uncomfortable. You feel like you're always going to the bathroom. And a lot of times people misinterpret this because they're taking other medications like a diuretic that might make them go to the bathroom when it really is that their sugar's really high and their body's just trying to get rid of it. And, of course, that's that dopey factor you're talking about, that people might experience one or several of these symptoms and be confused by why they're experiencing them, which is why they really have to be proactive and go to the doctor, especially if they're driving and they experience this next symptom, which we're calling blurry. Uh, Tell us a little bit about blurred vision. Well, blurry vision happens because your high blood sugars they kind of land in all your blood vessels, and they kind of collect there. It's kind of like when you get stuck in traffic on the highway and it's gridlocked. That's what happens to blood sugar in your arteries, and it doesn't just happen in the big ones that go to your heart. It also happens to the vessels behind your eyes. And so that sugar takes a long time to clear out of there. You could experience blurry vision for maybe two to three weeks, even after you find out you have diabetes or start medication. So you have to be really patient, especially if you're, the next thing your doctor might do is say, go get your eyes checked. So you might want to wait a few weeks before you do that and let the sugar resolve before you go get your eyes checked because then you might need two pairs of glasses instead of one. Great advice. And now let's meet our next dwarf, Tingly. Oh, Tingly. I know Tingly very well. (laughs) Tingly is, in fact, today I had a patient who was tingling all over, Max. Um, she stood up and she says, oh, my legs are going very numb. I can't feel my feet. And she was with her daughter. So I said, have you noticed you've been doing that? And neither one of them really wanted to admit that she was experienced this numbness, this burning in the bottom of the feet that starts on the bottoms of your feet and can travel all the way up your legs, which is called neuropathy. Actually, this could be pretty harmful for her. She was walking, holding on to the walls, and her neuropathy was becoming so evolved that she was going to probably need to use a walker. When you have neuropathy, you can't walk barefoot because you stop feeling a lot of things on your feet. And this one is very close to my heart because, in truth, both of my parents had diabetes, and both of them were amputees. And walking around barefoot when you have neuropathy, you could step on something. I remember my mom got an infection in her toe, which they could never heal, which led to an above-the-knee amputation because her diabetes had been out of control and affected her blood vessels. So they could never repair that circulation. That happens a lot. I once had a patient that stepped on a nail, and that man walked around with a nail in the bottom of his foot for a month. Could you imagine that? And they were able to heal his foot, but it took like six to eight months till they were able to resolve that big, huge hole because sometimes you see a little wound on the top of your foot. It's a small wound, but it's what's underneath. And that's what comes from neuropathy if you don't check your feet 
and you have this tingling burning in your feet, it's really possible that you could end up with a big problem, you know, like an infection. That right, so that's a great great warning, uh, warning sign to look out for, and thank you for that personal account. Now, finally, let's meet probably the most unpopular dwarf-like symptom of diabetes. His name is Grouchy. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times people come in and say, I don't know what's going on with my partner. They used to be such a nice person. Well, think about it. Grouchy comes because you're feeling irritable. Number one, your blood sugar is really high. You're not thinking about it. You're not thinking you have diabetes, so, you know, you don't know why you're irritable. And if you're getting up in the middle of the night because you're feeling leaky, so you're not getting a good night's sleep. So all of these things kind of contribute to each other, and this really high blood sugar kind of puts you in a bad mood, okay? And you're not quite sure why it's going on, but the people around you, they know. And so by controlling your blood sugar, you can start feeling better. You start sleeping better. Everything seems to come together. So if you notice your friend has diabetes and they're grouchy, you better tell them to check their sugar. They might be pretty high. And I'd like to remind our listeners that you don't have to be experiencing all seven dwarf-like symptoms of diabetes to have diabetes. You should be screened. And, Judy, what should people do if they are? Where should they get screened? Can you tell us some of the next steps involved in that? Well, one more thing I wanted to add to you is I, in, in addition to screening, um, when you have diabetes, it's usually your blood sugar is greater than 125, and that's one of the tests they do. They do three different tests. They can do an oral glucose tolerance test, they can do a fasting blood sugar test, or they can do a hemoglobin A1C. What's become the most popular test is the hemoglobin A1C because that's a simple test you don't even have to fast for. You could actually even go purchase the test and do it in your own home. But another way to find out is you could go to the American Diabetes Association website, which is diabetes.org, or you can call 1-800-DIABETES and get a copy of the Diabetes Risk Assessment Test. It's a little test that goes through the different information, kind of like a map, and it goes through some of the risk factors, which might be um, having high blood pressure, having high cholesterol or triglycerides, if someone in your family has diabetes, or, you, or you're a woman and you gave birth to a baby weighing more than 9 pounds, or you may belong to a different minority group, and there is a higher risk for diabetes. So I, I think that's really important to either check a risk test you can do at home or you can ask a doctor because most people 45 years of age or older should be screened for diabetes. And now we're even screening younger because we're finding so many children that have type 2 diabetes that are overweight. So if you see any connection, I would suggest to ask your doctor to do the simple ABC test. Wonderful. Well, we're out of time, divas and dudes, but I want to remind you that Studio D is available on demand anytime. And I'd like to thank my special guest, one of the Charlie's Angels of Outreach, Judy Wilcox. It was great. Thanks, Max. Please visit our blog, visit our Facebook group and fan pages, and log on to our website at divabetic.org. Remember, every diva, every dude has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. On behalf of DivaBetics Diva Talk Radio, let's stay happy and healthy together. Diva Talk.
Talk Radio Studio D is produced by the national nonprofit Diabetic, providing wellness with a wow for people living with and affected by diabetes. Outreach, yours truly, Mr. Divabetic, and more this month on Diva Talk Radio. Are you ready? 